Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back to Mornings. Matthew Cox with you today here on SEN. Great to have your company and it is great to have the company as well of Glenn McGrath, the co-founder and president of the McGrath Foundation, who are heading in to their 15th pink test at the SCG. It starts tomorrow, day three, the all-important one for the pink test. Glenn joins us on the line. Good morning to you, Glenn. Yeah, good morning, Matthew. Fifteen years after it was first established, the pink test. Does it surprise you how big it has become? Yeah, it's been absolutely incredible. I think back to that first one in 2009, we didn't know what to expect. And as each day went on, it just got bigger and better. And just the way everyone got behind it, from Cricket Australia to the you know the SCG Trust, to the players, to the uh, corporates, broadcasters, but especially the crowd, um, has created something very special. And each year it seemed to got bigger and better. And here we are, 15th pink test uh, and just going incredibly well. So, yeah, something very, very proud of. And how proud are you of the fact that it has done so much, particularly for the Breast Cancer Foundation, in raising awareness for what is a, a really crippling disease for so many? Yeah, I guess, you know, from personal experience with my late wife going through breast cancer and um, when she was diagnosed in 97 um, and then again in 2003, the difference was there was a breast care nurse there and the positive difference it made in our lives, but especially Jane's, was incredible. We soon realised there was not enough of these amazing people out there. So we launched the McGrath Foundation in 2005 with two very clear objectives. One was to raise awareness of breast cancer, also in younger women because Jane was only 31, but the main I guess, focus was to raise funds to place breast care nurses in communities right across the country. And, you know, to be sitting here now, we have 193 nurses and they've supported over 118,000 families across the country. just blows me away. 57 people a day are diagnosed with breast cancer in Australia. What still needs to be achieved in your eyes, Glenn, in, in terms of providing that support? Yeah, so you're right, 57 people a day, over 20,000 women a a year are diagnosed with breast cancer, but also over 200 blokes are diagnosed as well. So it is something that can happen to guys as well, but predominantly women. Um, And our foundation is about providing support and having a positive influence on the lives of those people. And, you know, our goal is that every person in Australia, no matter where they live, uh, has access to a breast care nurse uh, free of charge, totally free uh, and self-referable. As I said, 193 nurses at currently. Our goal is to get to 250, and we feel that will cover uh, the whole country so people can have access to a breast care nurse where they live. Which is absolutely fantastic and something that the whole country can get a part of now as part of this pink test because of COVID. You had to get a little innovative in terms of what you could do to be able to get people and fundraise these important money that to go towards the Breast Cancer Foundation and the, the virtual pink seats, they're, they're back for this SCG test. 
Yeah, you're right. You know, adversity sometimes comes opportunity. And, you know, one of our guys at the foundation came up with the concept of the virtual pink seats. Uh, and it's been an absolute game changer. It's uh, It's been an incredible initiative. People either at the ground, if they want to support it that way, or sitting at home, you know, they can jump online, pinktest.com.au, buy your virtual pink seat or, you know, a number of them. And then post, you get a graphic and you can post on your socials. So it's a great way to support uh, people going through breast cancer, whether you know someone or in your family or someone close to you. And I guess it's uh, it's just been incredible. So, yeah, now our goal this year is to, to sell 150,000 virtual pink seats, which means uh, over 2,100 2, families, in fact, will have the support of a McGrath breast care nurse this year if we can achieve that goal. And by getting one of those seats, it's not just an opportunity to participate in uh, raising funds, but it's also become an important factor in people being able to share their stories, offer support, share memories of loved ones that may have either gone through the battle or unfortunately have been lost to the disease and, and share thanks as well for those that have been able to support. It's a nice touch to what is a, a real community, isn't it? Yeah, exactly right. And I hear on a daily basis people come up and tell me their stories and how a breast care nurse has made such an incredible difference. So, yeah, they tell their stories. They can buy seats for themselves, their family, their loved ones, the nurses or for people who are not here anymore. So, yeah, like you said, there's not too many families that haven't been touched in some way, shape or form uh, from breast cancer, whether it's a family member, close friend, been through or going through it. And this is the perfect way to support that and you know it's becoming a bit of a tradition people say yep i get my pink seats every year i post it but it's a great way for me to you know support a great cause in the mcgrath foundation but also to remember uh loved ones and, and you know people in their life and for those that are attending at the scg for this test match what can they expect to see over the course of the match yeah there'll be uh, guys There'll be people, volunteers going around, sort of tin rattling, even though people don't carry as much cash anymore. There's there's stacks of other things happening there. But on the field, you know, the Australians are playing so well. I, I'm predicting another another win. I'd like to see a, a, quite a close game. Um, South Africa, if they can, you know, really dig deep and, and give it, uh, be competitive against Australia, that, that would be good. And it's great to have South Africa here because they were at the inaugural uh, pink test back in 2009. So, yeah, a lot to uh, to enjoy at the match or even sitting at home. And there's a nice little touch as well. The coach of uh, Australia, Andrew McDonald, he also made his debut back in that test match back in 2009. So there's a nice little bit of synergy there as well. Yeah, exactly. We're saying this is uh, the pink test one to remember. Uh, we're going back through through the last 14 pink tests and everything that's happened there. And, yeah, like you said, um you know, Andrew McDonald, the now Australian uh, men's cricket coach, made his debut back then. I had a good chat to him yesterday, and he's got a lot of fond memories from back there and now being involved uh, uh, tomorrow, starting tomorrow, is incredible too. Glenn McGrath joining us in the lead-up to the pink test at the SCG, the McGrath Foundation co-founder and president, but also, Glenn, we, we need your help. Pat Cummins didn't offer us much when we spoke to him a little earlier about the uh, selection of the Australian team. Can you shed any light on what may unfold with the eleven? Well, I probably can share less because he's, he's in amongst it, but my, I can give you my thoughts on it. I think, uh, you know, there, there's a 
a choice between you know Scotty Boland, Josh Hazelwood, and um, Lance Morris to fill two spots. My gut feel is they'll you know they have to stick with Scotty Boland. He's just been an absolute uh, champion the way he started his Test career. Uh, so it'd be you know sad to see him left out. Josh Hazelwood, I think, deserves to come straight back in the team. He's been injured. He, you know, he wants a bit of uh, test match practice under his belt or form under his belt leading into the India series, which is coming up in the not-too-distant too future. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, I think Lance Morris will be left out, but you know, everyone wants to see him play you know, 150 kilometres an hour plus. The, the wild thing they call him, he is something special. So sooner or later, the Australian public will see more of him. Uh, but I think they'll take two spinners into this game, which means they'll take uh, take just the uh, the two quicks plus Paddy, or three quicks with Paddy Cummins. For someone like Lance, and you're in a great position to be able to provide some insight on this, Glenn, to, to just be around the locker room and, and to feel a part of the Australian side while not necessarily playing, how valuable is that experience for someone who is trying to work their way through the ranks and, and reach their goal of playing for the country? No, it's incredibly incredibly valuable. Um, just being around the boys, seeing how they prepare, how they go about it. The Australian team's in a good spot at the moment. They're playing incredibly well. They're, they're winning. And that breeds a lot of confidence as well. So, yeah, that'll give uh, you know, Lance Morris a lot of confidence just being around the boys. They're quite inclusive. And you know, when someone raw pace like him everyone's talking about him uh yeah he'll be he'll be keen to go so yeah just being around the team is pretty special too what do you make of this australian team and what they've been able to achieve not just in this south african series but over the course of the last couple of years and the trajectory that they're on given that india and england are are waiting for them around the corner yeah no they've uh i think they're they're in a good place at the moment i'm you know, the batsmen are, are doing their job. Um, you know, with the way you know Davy Warner's bounced back after a bit of a rough trot for a while. Two hundred minus Lobashane's been you know had an incredible summer. Usman Gawaj is going well. Steve Smith, Travis Head's just really you know coming into his own. So the batting lineup is really going well, and the bowlers have been you know an incredible force for quite a few years. You look at those top three. Quicks in, in Cummins, Hazelwood and Stark have been doing the job. And Nathan Lyons, just world-class too. So, yeah, there's no real real gap in that lineup, And they're playing with a lot of confidence. They're playing some really good cricket. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good uh, matchup over in India, which is always tough for an Australian touring team. But I'm looking forward to the Ashes. England's been playing well. And I think that series is going to be an absolute beauty. Do you think we can conquer the baseball phenomenon? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think we can. Um, you know, it's going to be two quality teams going head to head to head. But um, you know, I think with the way Baz is, uh, you know, Brendan McCullum has been going over there. He's given the the English boys a lot of confidence, allowed them to go out and play with freedom and play without fear. And it's amazing when you play without fear, you can you know you can achieve a lot of things. So. Hopefully the Aussies can take a leaf out of that book and it'll be an incredible series. Do you feel that that's the direction that Test cricket is heading in in terms of the more risk-taking and the, the appetite to be a bit more aggressive? Well, I think when one-day cricket first came about, it had a positive impact on Test cricket. Scoring rates went up. But now with T20, I think it's now showing batsmen and even bowlers what they can do if they back themselves and go out and play without fear and 
you know, that scoring along at six, seven, eight, ten runs and over comfortably, then uh, yeah, I think that's translating into Test cricket. And you know, England are the ones to, to first do that. I think the other, uh, you know, a month or so ago, they they batted for a hundred overs and scored over six hundred runs. So that's exceptional. And uh, yeah, so. Test cricket, to me, is still the ultimate, and we need to keep it fresh and people interested in it. Maybe this is the way to go. Are you then worried that it might be a bit diluted given what is occurring with T20 and one-day cricket, or more so T20? Oh, I think one-day cricket's probably more under the pump with uh, with popularity. Test cricket, I'd like to think you know, the players still want to play test cricket. It's still the ultimate form of test cricket, uh, as of cricket, and it's a true test by its, uh, by the nature one day T20 cricket, everyone's playing. There's a lot of money around. And so I, maybe the two that'll be held in high regard still will be Test one, uh, T20s. One day is uh, probably one to uh, a little bit of concern. And I think you'd be hoping for another dominant performance from Australia in the, the pink test to help set them up for the campaigns against India and England. As we let you go, how much or how confident are you that we're going to get the victory at the SCG? Oh, I think I'm uh, pretty confident the Australian team's been playing well. The South Africans, probably not as well as we would have hoped. We thought it was going to be a very competitive series. I think they've struggled with the batting. They've got a quality bowling lineup, but uh, they really have to dig deep and find something, even if they're going to compete with the Australians. So, but I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a great pink test. Um, and I just take this opportunity to thank all the listeners for the support of the McGrath Foundation over the years. We can't do what we do without that support. So really appreciate it. And a huge thanks to you as well. And you can continue to support the Pink Test by heading to pinktest.com.au and purchasing your virtual pink seats. 150,000 of them are up for grabs. That's the goal that the McGrath Foundation looking to achieve this year. Glenn, appreciate you taking the time to join us here on SEN Mornings and good luck with what's about to unfold over the next couple of days in particular. No worries. Thank you. Thank you. Glenn McGrath joining us here ahead of the Pink Test and uh, the McGrath Foundation, as you heard Glenn say, they're looking to make this one to remember. It's the theme of this year's Pink Test and you can purchase those virtual pink seats for $20 each at pinktest.com.au and share them with your story across your social media platforms. If you're going to the SCG, you can make a donation to receive a limited edition NRMA insurance pink test bandana. Up to five seats as well as group virtual pink seats are available that can be personalised and shared with the hashtag pink test and hashtag McGrath Foundation. Visit pinktest.com.au to find out all the ways you can get involved in the 2023 pink test to support the McGrath Foundation and make it one to remember. This is SEN Mornings. Matthew Cox with you. And just while, if you are heading to the SCG, make sure you do take along your phone and download the SEN app because you'll be able to listen to the play-by-play call of SEN Cricket's coverage of the third and final test match against South Africa. With no delay, SEN Stadium has arrived at the SCG. 
your first opportunity to listen during this test match. So make sure you take the SEN app along, select SEN Stadium, and you will have play-by-play commentary with no delay. We'll run through a few more of your Temper 40 Winks texts on the other side of this. Or you can give us a call as well, one 736 736 This is Mornings. Matthew Cox with you. Thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in stock now.